Poopity. Yes, you do. <laughs> we're back. We're back in business. We're back. We're back. We're back. Guess who's back with a brand new track? We are. How are you, Shan? How was your weekend? Let me just think. Oh, it was fabulous. What did you get up to? Anything interesting? We got drunk on Friday. Well, I did. You just kind of. I was. I was tipsy. Yeah. I'll give you. I'll give you credit. I was tipsy. And I've took a little notion for Jack Daniels. Yes. That which I never thought um, would have. Jack ever Daniels been. is my drink of choice. And two weeks ago, me and Stephanie went to the Kimberley Tavern, <laughs> and Stephanie said, "What would you like to drink?" Me being me said, right, I'm going to go to the toilet, just get my Jack Daniels. Little did I know, Stephanie was on the doubles. So when the glass came back, it looked like see-through piss water. Because you just this tiny bit of coal in it. And all this Jack. And oh my God, just in his face. And me. You said, ask, I asked, what would you like to drink? And she said, whatever you're drinking. Yes. Which was... Double. Double Jack Daniels and Coke. I didn't know the double part was involved in there, Stephanie. I was on the fucking pints. I thought about only the Jack D. <laughs> but I really shouldn't have been uh, drinking doubles. And I don't think that we should be... Don't drink if you're underage. Just don't do it. No, it's bad. I mean, I'm not underage. I'm 25 and I still make bad decisions when I drink. Never gets any better. I'm really, really interested to know. And this popped into my head a couple of days ago. We were at the park and we were doing the magpie thing. Yeah. I would really like to know if this is a Scottish thing or if this is like a worldwide thing because I have only ever heard Scottish people doing it, saying this. So here in Scotland, when you see a magpie, you say one for sorrow sorrow, and then two, you say two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret, never to be told. But... When you see about 13 magpies, it just throws you off. And you just need to start for the start again and do it. Because that time me and Jordan were walking through Tokros Park and there was at least, must be about 15 magpies. And I just had to keep counting and counting and I was getting all confused in my head and I was like, that's it. I've been doomed. You see, it's not the rhyme that I'm, I want to know about because the, the rhyme is just a rhyme. But 100%, if you see... One magpie. You're fucked. You, the rest of your day is ruined. Aye. You're like one for sorrow. Saying that's it. The rest of your day is just filled with sorrow and sadness and you're upset. If you see two. You're top of the You're like, oh my God, I see two magpies today. I'm going to have such a joyful day. Then if you see three and it's for a boy, you're like, oh, I must be pregnant and it must be a boy. Test. For real? Aye. In Scotland, we use magpies as like a... Get through your day. Psychic. <laughs> oh, I've seen three magpies. That must mean something. When in reality, it's just... Nah, it's, it's no. But I would like to know if that's a. Aye, I would like to know that too. If that's like a thing around the world, or if that's a Scottish thing, because I've only ever heard Scottish people say that. Right. I've only heard us saying it, and then I don't know if that I've asked other people. Well, we want to know. We would like to know if you are American or you're from another part of the. If you're world. Canadian, if you're Polish, if you're Dutch, if you're German. No, if you're specifically they things, but if you're just for anywhere outside of Scotland, and you do the magpie thing, can you let us know? Like ASAP, thanks. Or if you have a different rhyme. Don't do the crime. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that has been causing me... Sheer stress. No stress. It's made me laugh. I've probably laughed at it more than what a normal person should probably laugh at this. 
but the whole Annabelle escaping for her cage thing. <laughs> Stop it right now. It's a fucking doll. When I seen this, I was, I think it was like last week or like before this. I think it was, it was last I was week. absolutely in stitches. Just, it was the memes I was seeing. <laughs> and then the videos I was seeing. And then the TikToks that Aye. I was seeing. And then I was like, people were proper getting heated about it. And then I'm like, do, do people realise that it's a doll? I know. It's not going to come. It's boats no, it's, for the pair. There was not a chance. Right. I obviously believe in the paranormal. So do you, right? But, but it's people, a doll. There was news articles about it. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Loch Ness Monster or again. It's a fucking doll. Like, it's no getting up, opening the thing, jumping out, and just, I'm off. I'm in the bed I'm going to murder you. Open that fire escape door and I'm out of here. That is no happening. <laughs> I'm claustrophobic, Darren. That's just no happening. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And then it was the fact that people were like, actually taking it seriously. I know, that's ridiculous. They were like, oh, this, um, this doll's escaped. Oh, my God. And then, oh, but see the memes? Oh, <laughs> it was so fucking funny. It was hilarious. Honestly, I've ne- I wet myself. I sent Shannon about six Aye. different articles. I was like, this is so funny. <laughs> um, I love it. And then just my last thing for this week is I got tonsillitis. So if I'm sniffing or I sound raspy I have tonsillitis so that's why stones yeah I have to actually more specifically I have tonsil tonsil stones which is absolutely disgusting and it stinks and it's horrible and it's disgusting thank fucking disgusting it was fucking one of yours it is it's horrible it's minging well I'm sitting here drinking a little dragon soup Shannon why you always had to advertise the alcohol it could be an energy drink it's definitely not an energy drink oh it's got caffeine in it why 100% but that doesn't mean it's an energy drink that is to me a Jaeger bombs get energy and juice I in it like them. but it's not no an energy <laughs> drink it's energy for you well people only rotting Woo! back Jaeger bombs like oh I need a bit of energy hold on I'll go and get a Jaeger bomb how no never the Jaeger love bomb. a little you won't sleep for like two days I know I don't for the Jaeger bomb that's it I'll lie awake at like three in the morning and I'll have my eyes closed but I'm wide awake I just end up just going you know what fuck it let's get up Put the tunes on. Get back. <laughs> get the fucking tunes on. And then I just get on with my day. That's what I've had last week. Well, I resigned. Yeah, I actually should resign. Mm-hmm. Um, working from home just ain't cutting it for me anymore. Um, so yeah, I'm just having a little three weeks off. Start my new job in September. Going holiday on the 14th. And I cannot wait. It's gonna be so good for some sun. And I have somehow been roped into redecorating Shannon's whole house while she's away in Spain. Yeah. So. Just left her a few things, no? Like some of the stuff needs built, some of the furniture. Built some furniture, some stripping wall, walls. Wallpapers to come down. Painting. Um, and then put some new wallpaper up. Um, not a lot, Steph. Am I a painter and decorator? No. No, don't. I'm not. <laughs> just like, let's just move on. <laughs> Before we end up getting the... Um, no, it was just that. Just I've resigned and I'm buzzing about my three-week retirement, as Manny Betty and Uncle Tom were saying today when I was in the garden. They're like, how are you enjoying retirement here? I was like, Betty, I'm not 65. Like, <laughs> Shan's like, Stephanie, it's the best thing I've ever done. You should really do it. And I'm like, Shan, Weight has been lifted off my shoulders. Like, anyone working from home will know that like, you can't escape work life to home life. And my work couldn't accommodate me to actually get me back into an office, mm-hmm. so it was the best decision for me. Or I'd end up going absolute crackers i think now it's starting to get to that point where it's like working for working from home was like a it was good it was a luxury to start 
I it was like a novelty thing where mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this is great. You can go and do whatever you want. Like, no. make food when you want, drink tea and coffee when you want, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Jump to the shop for five minutes. But no, it, I'm, I'm literally losing the way to live. Like, I can't date anywhere. I it's know. really... It is hard. Like, it is hard going, especially, like, nobody's just there. Nobody. No, I just don't know. And then it, there is people that work for him all the time. I, I wouldn't how... mind if you weren't on the calls. Like, I'm always taking calls, so being stuck in a house and your boyfriend's in the next room playing Modern Warfare screaming <laughs> we're in the gulag if I hear that one more time I'm going to take a person's <laughs> head off I'm not even kidding I don't have that issue because I'm extremely lonely it's fine so we thought we'd do something different in this episode because although on this podcast we want to talk about scary spooky stuff that kind of sometimes does entail conspiracy theories but I am not a big conspiracy theory person that's not to say that I don't believe in conspiracy theories. I just think that sometimes some of them are just too far out there for me to mm-hmm. take them seriously. And, like, it's a good conversation to have with somebody, but I don't really want to sit here and accuse people of things that I don't Aren't actually true. know. Yeah. It's just a bit of a thingy for me, but... What? I don't hear. Oh, yeah. I'm made of the spoopy, Halloween, creepy, ghost paranormal shannon's more of the conspiracy person i the real world we real world even not real world telling you she must send me about three or four different articles videos a day instagram stories every single day about different conspiracy theories and then she'll just rant for like days. 20 minutes days <laughs> i days sometimes days this one has been weeks this like so what we thought we would do is, at the start of every episode, we'll give Shannon, well, not give Shannon, but oh, Shannon's going to have our own little, however long, segment where she tells me about a conspiracy theory that she's been into or been I've into, mm-hmm. research, seen, sent me through the week because, as I said, I'm one of these people, if I'm not interested in something, I don't, I can't research it because I'm like... There's a disconnect. I don't. I'm not interested yeah. enough. So if you can tell me, I like listening to stories. You mm-hmm. like listening to my stories. So I thought Shannon could tell me about our conspiracy. You can just say those red lights behind you were flashing like fuck there. Aye, <gasps> that's got, never done that. We've got fairy lights in here and they're just flashing on. Wait, I think it's when I sit back. What? <gasps> also, if you hear kids screaming, it's little arseholes upstairs. So um, we do apologise about that. We do apologise about that inconvenience. But if you would like Shannon to make these conspiracy stories, theories, or you've got any of your own, into an actual episode, I'm sure that Shannon would be happy to do her own episode where she just specifically talks about conspiracy theories. Oh, and I could consider so. And you could tell me about conspiracy theories, and then we could have an episode where I tell you about scary, spooky, supernatural, paranormal, creepy, macabre okay. shit. So Shannon, what would you like to tell me about today? So, over the kind of past maybe month, two months, I've been kind of looking into kind of Disney. Everyone's probably heard the whole pizza gate. That is not what I'm going into today, but I've been kind of like looking into all that. Um, there is a girl on Instagram at Alex Rosebets. This is where I've kind of got my kind of Disney gate kind of mm-hmm. feel for, if you have. Um, so, what I'm really going to talk about is today is Club 33. For you, those of you who don't know what Club 33 is, it's a set of private lounges located in three of the Magic Kingdoms, which are part of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. 
Now, Club 33 members and their guests have exclusive access to resort experiences, Mm -hmm. but not just any experiences. Just listen to this because this shit does baffle me. So, for a corporate member, they would pay an initiation fee of $40,000 a year for a membership. All right. But an individual individual members pay $25,000 in addition to an annual dues, which are about $12,000 a year. Right? So, just for a membership, just to get into the this Club 33, there is a 14-year waiting list to actually get into here. God's sake. For Disneyland. Like, what is going on? And it's just a lounge. And it's just a lounge. So this is what I'm going to get into, right? So in addition to the Club 33 restaurant, access may also include the Les Salon Neveu. Now, I don't know if that is how that is pronounced, but that's what it looks like to me. It's, 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 a, it's French. Yeah, it's a jazz lounge within the New Orleans Square in Disneyland Resort. Now, what it basically is, it's... Yeah, well, the bar is hand-carved adorned with the famous 33 logo, hosting an extensive assortment of fine beverages and an equally sumptuous array of gourmet foods, offerings, members and their guests will most assuredly leave in high spirits, well fed and ready for their next park adventure. So you got that for the website? I got that for the website, right, but why do you need to pay £40,000 a year to sit in a lounge, have a fine beverage, a bit of food, and then going about your day. Why would you pay 40 grand a year for that? That's what confuses the shit out of me. Mm. Like, I get, like like you said earlier, like, about when we were speaking, like, about celebrities. Like, they might have something like this and it might be better for them where they've not got all this attention on them so to get away from that so they can go and kind of enjoy their day. But why is there a 14-year... I just don't understand. Like, it stresses my brain. (laughs) Like, I'm actually getting stressed thinking about it. So what's the conspiracy here? Right, so my conspiracy is if you've looked into Disney Gate, is the underground tunnels, right, where cast members go through to get away from them. Right. I get that. So, right, just but for I... context, in Disneyland there's an underground tunnel system and it's they say it's designed for cast members to go from one side of the park to the other without having to run through crowds, get through. Like, it's just like so that they can get from one side to the other or whatever it is. So that's what the tunnel's underneath. And But Disneyland. corporate members are able to locate those tunnels and use those tunnels to get arranged around the park. Mm. That I don't understand. Why do they need that access if that's just for cast members? Like, I get that to get you like fast access to like this part of the park, but mm. nah. So... Incorporated into the lounge entrance is an abundantly stocked array of wine closets as well. There's also a lounge called 1901. It was opened in Disney California Adventure and none of them are open to the public. So public aren't allowed in any of these lounges at all. Mm. Which is an other thing that I like. I'm like, just what the fuck is going on? What's going on? What is going on? But for those of you who kind of think of Disneyland, you think of like, oh, Minnie, Mickey, all the like fun, kind of like Cinderella, big castle and all that. See, I'm just, why? For me, it's like, so I'm the, I'm the devil's advocate here. Like, so for me, what you just said, so if this club was designed for like high priority guests to go and so they didn't get bothered by Aye. people in the park, right? I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. So they're out of the public eye, they can enjoy themselves, whatever. Aye. And then 
maybe I can gaining. understand having access to the tunnels because then they don't have to walk through all the people in Disneyland and get stopped 24-7. But there was a video on Instagram of Alex um, Rose Betts as well. Um, what it actually was was a guy who just came out of one like a side door in the middle of the park and he had this black bag and it had like a crown top it and it said Club 33. So he's got like a kind of like gift bag and this guy kind of followed him out and then he just went like out of sight. Hmm. I don't I don't really know. I would have to like probably more into it. More. Into it. But, but to me, it's a bit weird that... The only thing that's weird about it to me is why the fuck would anybody pay that amount of money to sit in a lounge? <laughs> but... Like, f- see if I'm paying for... What is it, 40,000? 40, 40,000 a year, so that's about 36,000 But Well, I'm a normal a person, so what's a normal person paying? A normal person would be 25,000 and additional fees is up to 12,000. Right, so if I'm paying that, right? So that's 37, you're better off just paying the 40. You would think that you would get benefits around that as well as... Mm-hmm. But when I looked at it, it said that you still have to pay entry to the park, which means you're paying that amount... Aye. Me, you're paying that amount of money... To sit in a lounge and drink and eat good food. But then you need to pay to go to the park. But you still have to pay to get into the park. Because this is a And I don't know why anybody would pay that amount of money to sit in a lounge. I just don't get no. that. But also, I, this came up when I was, I think it was a YouTube video that I seen years ago about this Club 33. And it said that Walt Disney is suspected allegedly to be have been in the Freemasons. Yep. Yeah, so apparently the number thirty three, I was talking to my dad about it a couple of days ago, is the number thirty three has significance in Freemasonry. Right. So they think that maybe Walt opened this club for that. For like like the Freemasonry stuff and like the meetings and whatever it is, the get togethers. Right. And then it's just kinda carried on for then. So that's mm-hmm. not to say that it's still used for that. It's just kinda like an exclusive member thing but i'm sorry i'm no i don't get i don't get it all right so i've got another bit here so it does say like disneyland was quite an original concept for an amusement park nothing like had ever been attempted mm-hmm. the quality and details that walt established would require extensive funding so investors investors were solicited from a number of major corporations the number of the investors would have the opportunity to advertise within the park, sponsor attractions and food retails and promote their products. So that's like in a... Right, see, I get that. Right, and then it goes to, like, Walt knew that he would need a place to dine and entertain important guests and associates and he wanted him near his and Roy's small apartment above the Pirates of the Caribbean. So that's what I said, so that makes sense. So, like, if you're entertaining guests that are... Higher up. Like get celebrities or famous people or even just like corporate people that mm-hmm. are like you just said that makes sense to me Mayor. if you pay like that amount of money then they are so let's just say coca-cola they're a corporate Aye. brand so if they paid that membership yearly then coca-cola would be advertised in disneyland in there, yeah. which makes sense makes sense i and then it was like he would also realise that many dignitaries, dignitaries would be visiting the park and a more controlled, secure and elegant environment would be highly beneficial. With this in mind, the small club-style restaurant began construction. Sadly, Walt passed away prior to its completion and the club had no name. When the park was opened, there was a select number of leases who were the major sponsors of Disneyland. 
as the years progressed, some sponsors left and others were added. Some of the main sponsors that kind of jump out at me was Kodak, mm-hmm. Coca-Cola, the Bank of America, mm-hmm. and Pepsi. If you also do your own search on the Club 33, um, there is a website that kind of gives you more details. You can see photos inside it and mm-hmm. things. Um, but honestly, I could go on for hours. But people, this is as far as I'm going to go into it today. Um, because there is hunters. I know. To me, I think the most plausible thing would be... Well, I mean, it's not the most plausible, but, but to me, if I was to go with a theory, I would say that it's the Freemasonry thing. Yeah. I think maybe that's what it started as. And then it's kind of, as Walt's obviously passed away uh, and stuff, it's kind of just mere, like, a novelty... Yeah. ...to say that you're a member of Club 33. Uh, but again, who's paying 40 grand a year? A year if you're a corporate brand, then that makes sense. Aye, because they would pay that. A normal average person. But an individual person paying 25, 25 grand. 25 grand just to go and sit. Then they pay additional yearly fees to get out of the park of 12 grand. So it's, you're basically 37, so you're better off just paying. I mean, and Sharon showed me pictures of the lounge. It's no like... It's no fancy. Like, I'll send some photos over to Seth and we'll get them up on Instagram. And you can have your link and I see for yourselves, but... It's no... It's based on the Princess and the Frog as well. Um, the Le Salon, Le, Le Salon Nouveau. Um, that is what that is based on. So the Princess and the Frog. But when you look at that and you look at the film, it's nothing like it just because it's it New Orleans. Scream, it doesn't scream New Orleans. No, not at all. But uh, I don't know. I, you'd probably have to speak to somebody that's actually been... Been in the club. And see what it is because uh, it's a bit do- it, it does sound a bit dodgy. It's Why just, would you have a club like that right in the middle of a theme park. A theme park for kids. And it's, it's the only premise... It's the only premise on... No, that's not me to say. It's the only place on the premises that sells alcohol. Yep. And they've got their own kind of, like... What was it called? It's not like government. They've got their own... Kind of, they've got their own PlayStation. I know, they've got their and own Disneyland, and stuff. And Disneyland, the other, like, PlayStation outside Disneyland, they can't touch. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that either. I think that should be run by America, but then, as I said, guys, there is fucking hunters. Look into it. So, there you go. Shannon's just gives you a wee taste of Club 33. If you would like Shannon to do a whole episode... Which I can do. ...on Club 33, or just Disneyland and Disney in general. Doesn't need to be spooky, doesn't mean conspiracy. I mean, I can go in further, but nah, not today. Aye, I, but th- that is scary. I just, like... It just baffles me that someone, like you said, I get like corporate people would pay 40 grand, that'd be a yearly thing to get like promotions up on the stands next to the rides and things. Mm-hmm. But an individual member paying 25,000 but then having to pay additional fees throughout the year of 12,000, it basically adds up to the corporate amount. And then, as you're saying, like it's just, it just gives you access to this club that you get to sit and, and drink eat, alcohol. like gourmet food. Gourmet, al- gourmet alcohol, <laughs> you know what I mean, like fancy like, alcohol, and you get to socialise with other people. I get it, it's got like a wine cellar and all that. Actually, but... I read something earlier, I don't know if it's true, I never fact-checked it, I just read it, mm-hmm. that says that if you are a member, you can buy or pay for somebody else. But you can't trade your... To get in the club. So it said on there that if you actually go to Club 33, the majority of the people that are sitting in the room are no members of Club 33, they're just people that have... because it's one, um, when I was looking at it, that you can't actually give someone your card. So if you were to just say, like, all right, you can go and use my card for the day. Nah, they won't be able to get up your picture. I need they to can scan. revoke it. Aye, so you'd need to become like a plus one, basically, with them. I don't know, it's very interesting. I'd like to see 
I'd like to experience it. I'd like to go in and see what it's actually. Then we'd want to send us 40 grand then. <laughs> on you go. <laughs> it is quite interesting. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it baffles me, like, more than anything. I can like, get, like, at the time, like, maybe... What back then, aye. Walt, like, wanting somewhere where he can go with, like, the guys. Because, obviously, this is his That's his life. life. Aye, he bought that. And wanting somewhere where he can go and sit with the guys and, like, have a beer and whatever. But, I don't know, it's just a bit... There's so much mystery in it. Aye. That's like, what does the number mean? What does this mean? Why are these people going to this? Why it's just... Why is it not open to public? Aye, like, why is it not open to the public? Why that's is the it... main thing. Like, why is it not open to the public? It's just for corporate members. It's just an exclusive... Lounge. Club. Which is, lounge. which is really weird but yeah I'll get some photos up and you can have you can feed it back yeah you can let us know because that is quite interesting yeah is there one in Orlando because we're going to Orlando next year it's in the main design and we can go that's another thing see if you're not from America well actually no I don't want to say that because that's I, I don't know for us here see when people say like Disney World and Disneyland and Disney this it's all it's just all Disneyland to us aye right because we went in 2005 when I was 8 and then you went two years ago three years ago two years ago three years ago four years ago uh, I've been to Orlando the Disney I don't know if it's Disneyland or Disney World I don't know I've been to Disneyland Paris were they the same would you think like see oh, Disneyland no. Paris are they completely no, different they're completely different they're not even close I've to never the been to Paris that's only you Disneyland and Paris, you can walk from one part to the other in less than, like, five minutes. Nah, Disneyland, you're taking about three days, literally, or more. In Orlando, you've got to get a bus mm-hmm. to the another part. To the other side. Or a boat, or a, what, a tram, or a, what's that, the monorail thing? Aye. Remember that last time that we went over Jurassic World? Remember Betty and Tom had going in that, <laughs> but they couldn't go on because they didn't have a child? <laughs> well, that's funny. It wasn't even worth it either. No. So, the actual main body meat of this episode oh. we are actually branching out of scotland for the first time oh yeah baby don't worry we will still be doing scottish content we are just we, we want to branch out now and again because it's it's getting a bit it's getting a bit depressing hearing all the horrible i'm fucking fed up here disgraceful things that <laughs> happened in our home country <laughs> i want to move get me out of this country now Get that fire exit door. Get that fire exit door. I'm off. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Oh, God almighty. I'm sweating. I'm freezing. I'm sitting here with our Lion King poncho, with my hood up, with wee ears and all that on it, and I'm absolutely sweating. But anyway, we are venturing out to Pavilion Island. I love it. Now, I've heard a lot of stuff about this island because I watch Ghost Adventures, which, you know, is a bit of it's a controversial programme. People don't know if it's real or whatever. I personally think it's really funny, so that's why I watch it. But Pavilion Island is actually in Italy. Italia. So we are venturing out a wee bit into Europe. Come to Gami. Me, Gami, Shannon. What does that mean? That's Italian. What is your name? My name is Shannon. How do you know that? Because I had an Italian in school. What did you? Yeah. I did French. I love an Italian. I hate French. Sorry if there's any French people, but I hate it. Masculine and feminine. No, I don't. I'm not. Can't do it. So, so Italy. We all know it's a beautiful, pizza. stunning pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of pizza every time I get. Italy. With stereotype, pizza and pasta, pizza and pasta, pizza and pasta. Oh, 
like stereotypes are in. I love it. When I think of Italy, I think of like coffee and sitting at the water and... Gondolas. That's Venice, I so gondolas. <sighs> sitting at the, see like at the ocean when the, the water's hitting the rocks. How beautiful does it actually look? Yeah, like a wee espresso, just loving life. That's I what I think you're about. all about this. Coffee. I love coffee. I know you. I love, I'm pure into the pure wee cold coffee, isn't it? I would love to have my own coffee company. That's like my dream. Why don't we do it? Aye, right, let's hold on a minute and we'll just set up shop. How? Scottish and scared. A bit of coffee. Won't get it. We go on it. <laughs> Who wants it? There's your fucking coffee. <laughs> Done one shot or two. Give you three for the better. Best promo ever. So in between <laughs> Venice and Lido in Northern Italy, there is a small island known as Povelia or Plague Island. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I say Povelia. I don't know if that's the how correct pronunciation, I, but that is how I say it, and that's how I've seen a lot of other people say it, so I'm just going to say Povelia. But if I'm saying it wrong, I do apologise. The island is split into two sections by a small canal that runs through the middle. Mm-hmm. This island is known to be one of the most haunted locations on Earth. Mm-hmm. So much so that none of the locals will set foot on it. Really? Mm-hmm. For the most part, visitors to the island are prohibited, but it has been featured on shows such as Ghost Adventures, like I said. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. And there are also a few videos on YouTube, um, although the people in the videos are trespassing, and it is illegal. Oh, is it? Are you allowed to like, see that island? Like, are you allowed to actually go to it? You're allowed to go if you fill out the... There's paperwork and all that, and you oh, have to it? fill out... Because there's, there's buildings and stuff... That and, are like, kind of vet. ...in disrepair, and yeah. it's dangerous. Aye. So there's, like, that... And then there's obviously the other side of it. So if you don't fill out the right forms, applications and stuff, you're you're trespassing. But if you're wanting to look more into this yourself, I would recommend jumping on YouTube and looking at a few YouTube videos. The people are trespassing, I know it's illegal, but if you're just wanting to see what the actual island looks like and what it's like on it, that I recommend that you jump on YouTube and have a look, have a look at some of those videos. The island was initially used as kind of like a safe place or like a stronghold by the Venetian government right and so like there was a lot of war and stuff going uh-huh. on so like they that's what they they used it for way back that's what it was used for mm-hmm. in 1776 it was then used as a checkpoint for goods supplies and visitors that were coming in and out of Venice by water right in 1793 there was an outbreak of the bubonic plague which seems to be a recurring theme on this podcast <laughs> And two ships coming into Venice were actually infected. There were people on both ships that were infected. Right. So this island was then used as like a quarantine area for the infected. So mm-hmm. the ships would stop there, the goods would be taken, the people would be taken off, they would quarantine there, and then they would be allowed to go, go to Venice Aye. and Lido, wherever it is that they're gone. Right. So as we know, the plague is a bad boy. Aye. It is. You're going to be that in school and that as well. It's a spicy boy. Yeah, spicy. It has killed insane amounts of people all over the world, and let's bear in mind here, guys, that there is still no cure for the plague. What was it? The, was it a plague that came in? Was it a rat? Is that what that was? So, this is a pure misconception. So, what happened was, see the the rats. Aye, that's what I got told. It in wasn't school. the rats; it was the fleas on, on the, the rats, rats that were infected right. with the plague. Obviously, rats are disgusting. Why would you want a rat in your house? But the poor rats get like they get Worse. tarnished with it. <laughs> But it was actually the fleas that were on the rats that were spreading the, the disease. Then right. also the rats eating on like near the food and stuff and like all oh, yeah, that. That's exactly. So you're just help. it's just it's rife. Aye. So Pavilia was used, as I say, as a quarantine 
for anyone who fell ill during this period. They were packed onto boats and dumped off on the island, basically to die. So this is when the second kind of big outbreak hit Europe and like... Italy always kind of gets like kind of bad because like look at COVID, how bad the cases they go to that. Mm, But but they say that's because... Oh, I got a fright now. So it's just a laptop ran out of charge, guys. I got a fright because I seen a flash of light. I thought there was like a... I don't know. The end is near. <laughs> the end is nigh. <laughs> Stop talking about COVID. They say that in Italy was so bad because in Italy it's kind of like a tradition to have like so many generations of the same family in the same house. So like we, if we lived together and then we had like Kids. our nona and granda and then we had our aunties and uncles like Betty and Tom Still in the same all house. in the same household. So that's how it kind of spreads. Aye, because you're so confined. So that's kind of like a tradition. And I, I quite like that. I would like to live with my family. I love my family. Like I think it's so fun. I love you too. I never said you. I said family. Sorry, I am family. I love you too. <laughs> so this this island was basically where they were they were using this as like the place to dump people basically that had um, the plague. So due to the fact that these people couldn't protest or fight back because again they were absolutely riddled to the plague, some of them, and it ravages your body and that's it. Mm-hmm, you're done. They would be dumped into mass graves and they would be burned alive along with the corpses of other victims who had passed. It's said that over 100,000 people have died on this island due to the plague and other diseases. There are tales that the soil on the island contains almost 50% human remains. So if you take a soil sample for anywhere on the island, 50% of it is human remains. That's how many people died there. That's insane. And were burnt there and buried and... To get rid of it, well, mm-hmm. to I'll show it. you, but you'll you'll see pictures later. Like the island, it's not that big. Mm-hmm. It's quite small actually. So I've seen it when I kind of looked in there. Mm. So it's not really that big. No. As I said, some of these people weren't even plague victims. They were just people that were showing signs of what could be illness. Aye. So they were like, no, patch that. Get them on a boat. Get them to fuck out here. Get them on the island. That That's was kind of just what happened. That's what happens everywhere. Seems to happen everywhere with us. As if these tortured souls were not enough. In 1922, which, let's, that's not that long ago. That's only, I, I, how a year ago, actually. A mental hospital was opened on the island. People suffering from mental illness would be shipped off to live the rest of their lives here, away from the public. I'm so sorry, I'm not laughing because of mental illness. It's something happened in the background there. Yeah, we do apologise. Due to the privacy that was given on this island, the doctors were able to carry out experiments and treatments on their patients that were completely vile and unnecessary. So, uh, abuse of power here, as is usually the case. Yeah. There is a story of a particularly evil doctor who worked on the island. He would carry out lobotomies, as he believed that these were an amazing way to treat and cure mental illness. And he would almost always carry these procedures out against the patient's will. Do you know what a lobotomy is? No, I was just going to ask you that. What is that? So, it's like when they drill a hole in your skull. What? And then sometimes, I don't know if it's all the times, but sometimes they would, like, drip acid in or they would drip like a fluid That's in. like a psychedelic can't you I don't know and then sometimes they would just drill a hole and then it would hit like your frontal lobe or like something like that and it's and it like totally kills like your ability to like make cognitive decisions or move or like it just makes you a zombie basically is what, what it does so you do know that like doctors were actually doing this to people in these times because they thought it was a legitimate way to cure mental illness that's fucking fried it's that's that's barbaric I can't even As... Can you imagine? Are you awake? Are they awake? Mm-hmm. Oh, because there's nothing in the back then. Well, see, so he would use he would use hammers, mm. chisels, drills. No, And he would do all of this without anaesthesia, so this poor person was just... 
I, I, I see here, oh, right, say you're already suffering like something for your mental, and then somebody did that to you, that is going to send you off your fucking rocker. Oh no, it does the opposite. It just turns you into a cabbage. Anybody's hammering you and he'd be a hammer and a chisel. It's just like, it's. they thought it was like the easiest way. So like, if you've got a patient who's having like really aggressive outbursts because obviously they're suffering from mental illness and you don't know how to treat it. Just drill a hole in their head. Just drill a hole in their head and then they're completely immobilised. They'll just lie there. So it's, that was it was the most effective way they thought of curing mental illness, which obviously is absolute bullshit. That's not normal. Obviously, nowhere in the world does that anymore, to my <laughs> knowledge. If you do, get your head sorted. <laughs> get your head at the hammer. <laughs> On the island, there was a bell tower where this doctor would supposedly take special patients, which I don't know what that means, special special patients to experiment on nobody knows for sure what kind of experiments he was carrying on there but the victims could be heard screaming in agony across the island according to the story this doctor started to lose his marbles a wee bit so so he needed Hamilton (laughs) and it was said he was being haunted by many of the island's tortured spirits I know this pushed him to climb the bell tower and throw himself out to his death it's unclear whether he was pushed from the bell tower or if he just jumped. One of the island's nurses claims to have seen the fall and claims the doctor was still alive after the fall, but what? that a dark mist covered his body, choking him to death. Even though there were such deplorable conditions and widespread abuse, this hospital remained open until 1968. That is... Betty and Tom were born in 44. Yep. Like... Betty would have been 20. But this is just normal practice for like see mental asylums in this like time period, Aye. this era. That's just what they they did. Like the people were kept in such horrible conditions. They were they were kept like animals. Yeah. But then animals aren't even kept like that. No. They would well, have to like hang in their own feces. They weren't cleaned. They uh-huh. weren't fed. They were being experimented on. Oh, it's that. disgusting and it's horrible and it's like neighbor, nobody yeah, should, should be that. treated like that. No. Especially people that are suffering from some sort of mental illness. Aye. It's disgusting. So they don't know what happened to this doctor. I'm just going to hope that he was pushed. Pushed. Mm-hmm. Because he's an arsehole. It's unknown the exact amount of people who have actually died and were buried on Pavilion, as both plague victims and patients are kind of like, the they're kind of like all mixed up, mixed in together. Human remains are still washing up on the shores of Pavilion, which is probably the creepiest thing I've ever heard. That's creepy. So, like, there's just bones washing up. That's how many people were... Killed there. That's, that's really scary. And it's... I don't know, it just makes me feel heavy. Do you know aye, that way? Aye, It f- makes you uneasy. Now, the island is uninhabited, and as I said before, it is illegal to visit without the proper application process. Nevertheless, paranormal enthusiasts still visit in hopes of finding evidence of the tortured souls that reside there, and almost everyone who visits this island returns with a story or two. It's Mm. reported that people feel like they're being watched, while others report more physical experiences, such as being shoved or scratched. Some have even said that they have been chased down corridors by an unseen force. Now, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. You wouldn't even be fucking in there. I'd be outer. I'd be, forget it, open door, open the window, I'm out. (laughs) Five up, I don't care, I'm not going to talk. Get me up. 
Inside the buildings, people report shadow figures, disembodied voices and moaning. There is also a voice said to scream at visitors to stay away and never come back, which is enough to put me off. I know, it's enough to put me off. But there, obviously there is buildings still on the island. Obviously the, the hospital that was there is still there, but it obviously is in a... I keep Aye. saying obviously quite a lot. Have you noticed that? Aye. I've just noticed it there. Obviously. Obviously I've just noticed it there, right? Weird. <laughs> But I cannot take you seriously with a Simba hoodie. I know, I've got to like, take the hood. I can't, I'm not well. I'm sick. My throat I'm hurts. sick to death of hearing it. My throat hurts. <laughs> Get out my throat. You've been here, Tom. <laughs> You're sick of hearing about it? Well, I'll remember that next time you stub your toe and want to talk about it for two weeks. Okay. But, like, the, the hospital's still there. But it's in disrepair and, like, the there's still some bits of furniture there. That's like, beds and I... desks. But it's in complete, like, it's... It, it's one of the places where you see that nature's completely took her. Like Aye, the, the leaves all grown are in. all grown in and stuff like that. That'd so there's be. that, and then there's a bridge, which leads out to this just big patch of field, which is known as the plague fields, where they would bury all the people. So they don't know how many people are buried. In that's insane. And it said that nothing grows there. So that's why, because I did. I know that's quite sad. That's quite sad. It's really sad. I don't like that. I don't like things like this because it makes me sad. When the hospital on the island was eventually closed down, it was sold to a private owner in the 1960s who quickly abandoned the property after a brief stay. It's unknown why. A family then purchased the island with the intentions of renovating it and converting it into a luxury holiday destination. Any bother, hen? Hold on a minute. But they too also fled. The story goes, while they were on the island, their 14-year-old daughter suffered a cut to her face which required stitches. What? The assailant, allegedly being a disgruntled spirit. <laughs> <laughs> the assailant? But listen. I bet her dad's just slashed her or something from being cheeky. See if locations like this, right, that are have such a horrible history to them, I don't feel like it's right to renovate it and make it into something that's beautiful. like... No, no beautiful, but like, I think it's... I think it's just uh, if I if I bought this island, I think I would keep it the way it is, and I would maybe do like tours to like educate people about what Aye. happened on the island, yeah, and how many people died, and like maybe let people research there and try and find bodies so Aye. you can lay people to rest. Like I don't think it's right to build like own something like that. A luxury holiday destination. You're not going to come back with Where flashes. hundreds of thousands of people have been burned and Hammered buried. and... I just else? think that's weird. Like, I just find that so bizarre. No. Wouldn't it be me? But then, there are some crackpots out there who think, oh, let's go and do the world a good. Do you want to just do the world all bad? But Stop then, it. see, even if they did turn this into a luxury holiday destination, there would be people that would go because they were like, oh, let's go to Pavilion Island. It's so creepy and how many people died. They would make bank because... There's people like that. that yeah. would be, I'm probably one of them. You're one of them. I would go just to experience it and see it and stuff like that. But considering that the locals won't Don't even, even go. step foot in it, that's, uh, I forgot Enough to for say me. that at the start. It's very fucking hard to find somebody from Venice or Lido that will take you to this island. Like You have to pay somebody a lot of fucking money to take you to this island because none of them will go. That's insane. And they don't go on the island. They'll take you to the water, to the water and they'll sit and they'll tell you, right, an hour and then you have to come back and they'll leave that's how but imagine just... you've done that you went back to your boat within like 50 minutes and the wee guy just going oh fuck you I'm off and you're actually you're <laughs> fucked you're stuck on a bit for the island how are you going to ask can is that to satellite or 
go, oh, hold on, I'll FaceTime my mum back home. No, no signal. <laughs> How are you getting off that island? You're fucked. You've got to turn into one of the fucking scatty doctors. The island has changed hands quite a lot, actually, but it still sits untouched to this day. With the history it holds, I don't really know what you could do to, to spruce it up or make people want to live on it. And if you did live on it, I think you'd just need to accept the history and just kind of embrace it. And deal with it. Like, you'd have to, like, be one of these people that buys a big haunted house. Aye. And you just you just accept the fact that there's ghosts. Shitting about your house. And when people come in, you're like, oh, that's just the ghosts. That's me, Jack. It's just kicking your boot. I would personally really like to go just to see it. But Aye, but like I said to you, like, what if we go, we get a wee guy to take then boof, you're stuck there. How are you getting off? Oh, no, I don't think I would actually physically go unless I had, like, like a, like a, a guide. A tour guide or something. Or somebody who knew. Aye. Because that's dangerous. There's... So anything could happen to you and... Like I said, you're stuck. But I don't know, things like this make me really sad because I just think about all the people that are... That have died and... That don't... are just probably just wandering about, no knowing what's going on, where they are. They're probably really annoyed, they're really pissed off. Are there still people on the island? No. No? It's completely uninhabited, like, nobody lives there and there's no... No animals, no none? Keep the animals? I read somewhere that it's like, nothing grows there. Right, so there wouldn't be any. So there's no animals. Oh, there's, there's no, there's probably no like deer or anything like that, but there's probably like birds and insects and whatever. Aye. But there's nothing living, like like a human being or anything like that on the island. So unless you walk down a dark lane at night and a wee horn pops at the ground, like hello, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and like the fact that the soil is like fifty percent human remains, like that's that's not normal. Disturbing. That's weird. That's really disturbing. I just don't like that. I really don't like that. It's it's, it's the one. As I said, like a lot of things don't bother me. I'm not that squeamish. Like that my favourite, makes... my favourite like uh, movie series is uh, Saw. I love Saw. Aye, I like Saw. I'll so sit and good. watch Saw myself on a Sunday just like because I'm an absolute fucking creep. But I'm no like this kind of stuff really gets under my skin because it's just the thought, you know, all the pain and suffering that people go through, and it's like, oh, it's just I don't like it, man. Mm-hmm. Makes me sad. It's like Auschwitz. That, oh, that, I really want to go there. That really upsets me. I don't like it. I want to go. Makes me sad. Don't like it. But I think what they should do with this is they should refurb the buildings that are currently still standing. They should do something to it. Even make them structurally sound. And then I think they should just clean up the greenery and they should start taking people to educate them on what actually happened there. I think they would... Make a million. Obviously, it's not about money. It's about education. But they would make money. And they would... Loads of people would go and do. I would go and do that. I'd I would go to Venice just to. Aye. I've always wanted to go to Venice, but I've never known about that. Same. I've just had this dream my whole life that I'm going to be proposed to in Venice. Same on a gondola. And a wee guy is playing his wee ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. But that's probably where I am. And it's, it's sad. It is sad. And I would really like to go, but I'm a bit scared. I'm a bit fear. I don't like it scratched. I'm up. always that person that thinks like, you know how when you know like, I hope it's a horror movie. I'm always the person that thinks this is going to end up like a horror movie. We're going to go to this island and get killed. The boat's going to disappear. That's me. That is me. What did I just say? Or the person in the boat's going to disappear and the boat's going to still be there, and then we're going to get trapped on this island. I'll go to the boat and I'll paddle us. I don't care. I'll get us there. And then there'll be all these ghosts, and it'll be like a horror movie. That's exactly the thought process that my mind goes The wee guy would be like, oh, he'd come up being a heat or something and be able to try and walk about. I'd, I'm out of there. Nah. I'd, I'd swim. 
I would if I got eaten by a shark, get eaten by a shark. At least I tried to make it. Out. Like you're not gonna get eaten by a shark because you're just no right. Never know. I do know. You're not gonna get eaten by a shark. How? You're you're gonna swim to Venice. You ever seen a fucking shark in the canals of Venice? Never know. Could be a dolphin flying about there. There's been dolphins in Venice. There's there's fish. I know that. But I'll get it with a tuna. I wouldn't get that. I don't give a fuck if I'm getting that. There's nobody else to get me off an island and we're all stuck there. How else you plan to stay there and starve? No, I'm off. I'm off. I'd get in the boat. That's what I said, but if the boat wasn't there, I would swim. I'd just swim. Nah, fuck that. I don't care. Then all the wee bodies that are in the ocean are going to grab you down. Oh, I don't care. I'll kick them. Fuck. Get away from me. Oh. Remember, I just said that all the bodies keep washing up on shore. Aye, but they don't just stay there. Then all the wee people are going to grab you down to there. I'll make a raft. We hang out, lie in my bed and just do that, man. Like we seal and pad on myself, hang. It's not happening. I'm off. Why? As we've discussed, Shannon's definitely flight. Um, near the fight. I'm here staying, just trying to figure it out. I was definitely just trying to stay and starve. I'm not starving. I'm off. I need a pizza. Why would I starve? Because there's nothing living or any food or anything that you can eat for on the island. I'll take snacks. In my backpack. Why oh, one part of watermelon, fucking whatever they're called. What? They be two things that you get. They be watermelon. They be sweeties. Oh, sour patch kids. I I get the other ones. The watermelon ones. things. I'll take lots of snacks in my wee backpack and then we'll be Is fine. It your door? Like what's going on here? I'm the map. Ba- I'm, I'm the, the map. map. I'm the map. Backpack. Backpack. <laughs> what's in you today? I'm Dora and your boots. <laughs> I'm off. But do you not find it would be really interesting to go somewhere like that and see it and experience it? Aye, with the correct people that can actually get us there and get us back and not just fuck off after 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think they should just stop selling it to people and just keep it in the, within the government. I think that's what they're doing, right? I think that's what they've done, like, the new. Like, they're scaffolding and stuff on the buildings, but they're no, they've not got any plans to actually do it right yet. But I think that's, honestly, I think that's the best thing to do with it, is just keep it how it is, refurb it a wee bit, and then make it safe for people to just go on day tours and find out about it. Because yeah. I think that's mega interesting. And I like learning about stuff like this. Because Same. I think I said it in our very first episode. Like, when you do history at school, you don't learn about all the, the bad, that. horrible things nah. that happened. And how many people died and diseases. You don't learn about, about the Holocaust, that. the plague, the war. That's all you basically learn at school. Mm-hmm. You don't learn about, like, we, like we talked about the witch trials. I had no idea that that happened. No. And then you don't know, like, how many people died of the plague and... No. I just, I, I, I find this stuff really interesting and I'm, I know I'm a little weird wee kid that sits at the back and is like, can we talk about the bubonic plague? <laughs> and then my ma gets a phone call. Um, this is uh, Mr Tom from History. Uh, Stephanie was really wanting us to talk about the bubonic plague today and it was quite worrying. Mum's like, nah, she's just a creep mate, sorry. But yeah, guys, that's probably your island. What did you think? I hope you learned something new. Or go and watch some of the YouTube videos. I know that the people there, they can be quite annoying and they're trespassing and stuff. But if you really want to get a good look at what it looks like from the inside, go and check out some of their YouTube videos. And maybe watch the Ghost Adventures episode. (laughs) See, this is the thing. I love Ghost Adventures, right? But sometimes I'm like... That's too far. That's too far. That's not real. Ooh, there's a ghost behind me. No, there's no Karen. Stop it. I just don't know. Sometimes I'm like, that's real, and then something like that's too far. Aye. But the Pavilion Island uh, episode is one of the episodes where I'm like, eh, 
so one of the hosts on it gets possessed so I'm like Mm-mm. but at the same time very interesting very interesting very insightful go give that a wee watch um, as always if you have any stories in relation to the episode if you've been to Bavaria fire it is let us know please let us know because I really like to know uh-huh. I want to know as well I want to <sighs> can I just go I keep saying I want to go but you can't just go you can you can just book a flight to Venice find somebody to take us and go aye but then we'll get stuck this is what I'm trying to Shannon, get Shannon, no, they won't. They say, right, go on the island and be back in an hour. Just make sure that your your watching your phone's working. I then go on an island, take the wrong turn, you're lost, and you're like, oh shit, I need to get back to this The island's not that big. I'll get lost. I know I will. I'll no. get stuck there, and I'll be dead, and I'll be eight alive with all these weak ghost people. That's me. That's why I'm there. But you'll, just, you'll be on the boat. I'll get lost for you, and they'll steal me, and they'll take my like, we'll belt We'll get They'll put me on that belt and fling me after that wee doctor. We'll get you reins. Oh, I need them. I'll get you reins and no, do you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll, we'll handcuff ourselves to each other. And they're bothering a phone about my ankle and my ermine. It's your See what I mean? You're just you're shooting it, don't you? And I'm every scared. possible point that you can. I'm petrified. You're <laughs> shivering my boots here. <laughs> do you want me to go? I do want to go, but it's just... <laughs> it's scary when you think about it. Like, if you think about that, like, do I get left? I'm going to leave you on a haunted island. Uh, you'll come back to the episode like, what were we talking <laughs> I guess where Shannon is. Shannon's stuck in Pavilion. What anyway. were we talking about earlier? We were literally talking about, well, I'm going on holiday at Halloween, which never happens. I'm always here for Halloween. I always have a big Halloween party. But this year, I'm not going to be in the country. So, I said we should all dress up as the mystery gang. And I wanted to be Scooby, obviously. I'll be Daphne or Velma. I've got glasses, I can be Velma. I, I don't always I can't believe you might be Velma. Because she's like the geeky, like, dorky one. I'll be Daphne. Daphne's, Daphne's, Daphne's like you, like she's like got long hair and she's like, she's always touching her makeup up. When was the last time I wore makeup? I mean, we're in lockdown still, kinda. So have you seen all these bitches out here getting a full face on? Yeah, I've seen it. Ridiculous. I've seen it, I've seen it and I'm, 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 but we'll be like the mystery gang. Jordan, I don't know how you're gonna be. So you can be Fred. No man left behind. I won't leave you there. I need to make him Fred. We'll do like I'm. We'll do like I'm. It'll be like an episode of Scooby-Doo. What's new Scooby-Doo? We're coming, coming at, at you. you. And we'll just go to Bavaria. Like, gonna solve that mystery. <laughs> hey, Scooby-Doo. <gasps> Can I be scrappy? Oh, God. Oh. Right, just for reference, I'm 5'6 and Shannon's 5'8. Five, five, That's no that much bigger. 5'9. <laughs> like, I'm 5'8. She's, she's fucking tall. Jordan's 5'9. She's fucking tall. The only time I'm the same size as her is when I'm wearing heels or I have my dot marlins on. I have no shoes on. <laughs> exactly. So, Shannon's legs start where my midsection I, starts. I look just at your side boob, literally. And I'm I, one not kidding here, guys. Like my legs so take I off my body. I don't think me being Scooby Doo and you being Scrappy Doo is really accurate. I'm not walking about enough force. I would have to be Scoop Scrappy because I'm smaller, but I don't want to be Scrappy as a wee arsehole. Uh, so I could be Scrappy because I'm an arsehole. But you're tall as fuck. Chop my legs off. Who needs them? Well, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to be here for Halloween anyway. Fucking arsehole. But I am here in for prison. the Khabib Gaethje fight. Ooh! It's going to be so fucking good. And then I'm flying out the next day, so that should be grand. But guys, that is Pavilion Island. As always, if you have any stories in relation to the episode, please let us know. Especially for this one, because I really want to know. I really want to know if you've got any scary stories, ghost stories from Pavilion Island. It seems like a really eerie, creepy place. 
or even if you have stories that are not related please send them on to us at scotchandscared at gmail.com you can also follow us on instagram at scotchandscaredpod where we have some photos in relation to the episode and sometimes a funny one in there if shannon's feeling particularly traumatized by anything that week i'm going to get fucking took away and for- left on an island ah fucking hurt me over there sorry guys for jesus christ for jesus christ better not say that fuck's sake i know people that like god Hail Mary, full of bread. Fuck a bitch in her face. Don't say that. I'm going to cut that. It's a song. That's it. You just pissed off every Christian. <laughs> I'm a Christian. Well, I'm a Catholic. That makes it even worse. I didn't have a choice, though. We all know what I'm on. An atheist. The devil's advocate over in the corner. <laughs> With the fucking horns coming out of her ears. Well, most people say I'm a Satanist, but whatever. So, also, if you can rate us whatever your listening is, that would be absolutely grand. We comment as well, please, guys. Would be good. Yeah, comment. But if you just rate us, leave a comment. That really does help us. Um, we want to know what you think, rather do. than just a star. We just want to know what we're doing is right, what we're doing is wrong, what you like, what you don't like. If you don't like us, then... Fuck off. Just swiftly move on. Moving on swiftly. But that's it, guys. Thanks. Stay weird. Stay scared. Keep the heat. <laughs> <laughs>